0: Industry pods and evergreen podcast network are pleased to present the following podcast. Boom. We are live. Welcome to uh, what the block. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Alan Gorin. If you are online, make sure uh, if you're seeing this, you know, the, the, the recording live then, then welcome. If you're not seeing it live, join, uh, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and the LinkedIn uh, channel for LA blockchain summit so you're notified. And if you're watching this live, you could go to those places and actually comment and we can bring your comment on screen and all that fun stuff. So, so join us uh, online at the LA blockchain summit channels. Um, welcome Zeev uh, Kanan to the show. Uh, Zeev is uh, one of our portfolio company founders, but but even more excitedly, he's one of the pioneers in the digital securities, security token space. Uh, welcome, Zid.
1: Thank you, Alon. Pleasure to be here.
0: Excited to have you. And uh, thank you for being up a little late. You're, you're in Israel um, and, and we're here in the States. But so... So, first off, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of your background um, you know, uh, so that the audience knows, knows who, who you are.
1: So, thanks, uh, thanks Alon. I'll give you, uh, in a short, my background, uh, I was a securities and a corporate lawyer for many years. Uh, about four years ago, I uh, started my own practice that uh, was focused on fintech and blockchain uh, technology um we immediately uh immediately started uh we partnering with two uh other uh wonderful uh american lawyers and we started security token lawyers actually in 2000 january through 2018 so uh, we had opportunity to see this uh, industry emerging actually like uh from uh you know a group of like 30 to 50 enthusiastic that thought that all uh, securities uh, will be tokenized to, uh, you know, those uh, uh, big conferences that you were part of uh, and arranging them, actually. Um, and, and we saw the industry grow um, until today, basically, where, the, um, where now we have seen the participation of big uh, banks, financial institutions, exchanges all over the world, uh, which are actually adopting this uh, technology. Uh, during the years, I've done um, uh, many uh, blockchain projects. I've been a legal counsel for uh, ETO, one of its uh, leading uh, projects. Um, and I've been the CEO of uh, Onera, a um, portfolio company of uh, Draper Going Home, uh, which builds the int- institutional investment network using uh, DLT technology. And of course, you is also utilizing that network.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, so, uh, you know, speaking of events, I'm gonna throw this, I was gonna save this for the end, but I'm I'm too excited with all these controls that I have, I'm throwing this up on the screen, because I'm, I'm very excited that over this year 2021, we uh, Draper Gorenholm has uh, about 100 uh, events or live things happening, uh, where we're going to be talking about different blockchain topics. And uh, the next one actually is security token focused. That's the one in the bottom left corner security token summit. We're bummed that we can't do it live and in person like we uh, have done in the past. Um, But it's a really, really incredible and exciting event. So make sure you join Ziv and Onera and Symmetria will definitely be there. Um, and, and I'll give some more plugs to the other events at the end of the show. Um, so, so Z, you, you're sort of in this industry from the beginning and, uh, and we, you, you mentioned, you know, all securities will be tokenized, um, and digitized. And I think that we all sort of believe in that. I think that when I was raising money for my first startup over 10 years ago, we thought that we were being innovative because we, you know, I I remember I had a sign now on my phone. Some people were using DocuSign and I don't (laughs) know if I printed any of the, the fundraising docs for the company, every almost every single investor signed digitally, and I signed every doc digitally. And I thought that meant it was a digital security. So <laughs> so you know, I think that there's a wide spectrum of what people think is is truly digital and digitized. Can you give a high level overview of, of in your mind, what is a security token? Or what is a digital security?
1: yeah so digital security is basically the same security just with the digital wrapper so it's it, there's no question whether it's a security or a utility uh what we basically did um, we look at you know and how um you know private markets are behaving right now which is a very inefficient uh way so you mentioned before your fundraising process and how how you manage to do the signature digitally so I think you made the, you know the the fundraising process a little bit more uh, digital um, in your case but but the fact is that if you want to transfer a share from one person to another um, you know it would take time it would take a lot of procedure it would take a lot of lawyers that would have a lot of things to say and they would move from one another you know asking each other questions and billing you time and you know the fact is that if you have a digital security like a digital share you could treat it like you treat your ETH or your bitcoin or any other digital uh asset that you currently hold and this is the vision that we see for uh security we see the vision for security as we see it is that you will have your electronic wallet and then you will have your draper going home shares um and then you could also meet your uh your audience and your um uh, and, and the people that you business with that want to take take part of uh, draper going home um and when you want to move a share from one person to the other it would be as easy as sending uh an, an ether from one one wallet to another and, and of course when you th- see this industry at scale then it means that all um trading platform would be uh digital and would have the same uh trading standards that you see today from crypto exchange for, so for example like the 24 hours 7. uh you know when we trade crypto you know we tend to forget this is not how exchange work you, you go to israel for example the exchange started at 9 a.m and it's closed about 5 and then you know so when you wake up alone the the television stock exchange is <laughs> actually closed and, and you know why is that you know if you want to be exposed to that market if you want to ha- have trades on that market why why it has to be closed so we you know so some of the standards we did we see from the digital asset um world we would, would be definitely imported into uh the the securities uh the security space um and, and you know a lot of processes that are currently done like manually even you know like uh, post trading trade uh, clearance settlements that that would be done also uh, uh digitally and instantaneously the way that you know you trade on on crypto exchange for example
0: yeah it's 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 wild when you're sort of a digital native uh you you've been doing securities law for 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 many years i i only got into learning about securities laws because the platform I wanted to launch about 10 years ago, um, was breaking all the securities laws. (laughs) And so I had to learn about about it. But it is for for digital native people, it, it seems absurd that that you know, a Something like like a stock exchange could be closed, you know. Like it, you go online, you open up your Robinhood app or or whatever. Uh, at, at two in the morning, you should be able to buy and sell. And and you know that that does happen now. But with uh, when it comes to things with with maybe lower liquidity and and things like that, you, you know, stock markets close. There's after
1: well, out- yeah, they they close. <laughs> they, they close on holidays. They close. We had a day where there was an employee strikes uh yeah. in israel so they closed the exchange for a whole day you couldn't exchange <laughs> shares in israel because the employee went on strike uh so uh definitely you know this there's, <laughs> this there's, there's, something has to go you know it couldn't stay the way it is right now right it's yeah. uh you know we've seen an in uh, a new standards and and and, and you write that um you know the most liquid assets right now are crypto assets and and but but you know when you come to trading securities as well, there's many liquid assets that would enjoy like a twenty four seven trading.
0: Yeah, it's 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 really wild. So so there's there's the part of the twenty four seven trading. There's the part that it's digital and easy, more easily transferable. But what about the so so you know I I, I when I present our fund, a lot of times I talk about our DeFi startups, which are sort of so like like I speak like an Israeli when I'm explaining it, I do this with my hand, <laughs> uh, but you know, the, in DeFi, you're sort of circumventing regulation and, and things like that. Not not to say that they're doing anything that's fraudulent or anything like that, But but they're avoiding regulation. And then in the digital securities or security token, idea, which is sort of the other end of the spectrum, is is hitting the regulation head on and using technology to streamline that process, make it easier for the companies, make it easier for the investors. But, you know, how do you deal with regulation in different jurisdictions? Israel has a different, you know, has different securities law than the United States versus uh, Canada versus, uh, you know, um, the EU versus, you know, uh, Nigeria. Uh, you know, so how how does digital securities fix this, and how do they you know deal with that?
1: So first of all, you you're right. You know about the difference between DeFi and uh, and uh, digital securities. Uh, it's very different space. You know, DeFi is running really fast. Uh, you could you couldn't catch me, but eventually you know the regulators wake up and they catch. It uh so like this uh and and this you know the 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 chase begin again we saw it with the the ico uh then the the regulars crack down on ico so there's no ico anymore uh with DeFi, we're trying to pretend that you know it is out outside of aml laws and so on eventually you know the regulators and we see it in the states would uh, uh require every wallet every digital wallet to have an aml uh okay we see it's you know that is out of the door so this is uh in, in security space if it is really different you know the idea of uh uh of, of the securities uh digital security space basically just taking uh the old world you know and presenting a new paradigm for this uh uh for a new world and and, and, and the use of the same but the same technology the same s- smart contract and sometimes even the same um uh you know the same methods that we see so for example like the bonding curve that you see on exchange like as Banco, for example could be used in the equity space and could add a lot of value where there's automatic market making mechanism uh this is definitely something which you can import when you have digital securities um another thing is that we're gonna have very soon like uh you know like omni it's called now like the the libra the former libra Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're gonna have like uh digital currency we're gonna have cbdc um and 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 when you have digital currency then you need assets to interact with those digital currencies those are digital shares um and and in terms of how we handle with, with you know with uh you know with the fragmentation of regulation which is what you mentioned where each place has its own you know first of all it's really pretty you know like um why why can't regulation be harmonious uh it's not that the israeli knows more than the you know the sec like a israeli securities authority and i have a lot of the conversation with them about it you know like in the in in the u.s the definition of accredited investor is like easier than the definition of accredited investor in israel <laughs> like accredited investor in israel has to have a capital of about uh three million dollars while in the u.s you had like one million dollars and then you know, you introduce now a new test, like an experience test and, and so on. So it, it is strange that you have uh, this uh, legislation, different legislation in a very global world. And I hope, you know, with time it would change. But, um, you know, lawyers know how to handle this. That, that's what I'm going to say. Like, we we, we know how to handle the different uh, legislation in every place. You just need to do, like, your research research uh very thoroughly um in 2018 there was a company that you know very well named uh spice vc and when it wanted to offer its securities to many jurisdictions at the same time then he went to u.s lawyers and then to french lawyers and then to german lawyers and then to and there's also law firm that knows like uh, uh the legislation in many other form like global law from like uh i don't want to say name okay yeah. <laughs> but 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 it is overcomable you know it's not it's not right. such an issue and and I you know I know what's
0: happening behind the scenes with Onera and I'm sure other groups are thinking about it too and I know that Symmetria is going to be uh, integrated very directly with Onera um, so you know I know that from from now the way it looks like and the way I sort of see it happening um, I, I actually saw Ben Horowitz talk about this um, from Andreessen saying you know the future of blockchain will not be uh, uh, to, you know, avoid regulation, but the blockchain will enforce regulation. I reached out to him because I said this this already exists now with what's being built with Oneira. Um The idea is, is that if if, you know, you want to transfer around the world, you shouldn't have to hire law firms from each place. Your cap table shouldn't be on a spreadsheet. You shouldn't have to go, well, can this Chinese investor participate? Because in my country, I'm only allowed to have a certain number of Chinese investors in my company. All that stuff is is should be hard code not hard coded but but um, accessible by the blockchain so that the blockchain enforces it and that when I go onto a site I can even sort only by deals that I'm allowed to participate in and somebody else who comes to the site based on their country based on if they're accredited or not whether you know accreditation laws are stupid. And, and we could talk about that separately. But uh, whether or not you're allowed to participate, you can see the deals, or you can see the deals based on if you're allowed to and, uh, and instead of going asking your lawyer as an investor, if you can participate and then the startup having to talk to their lawyer to see if you're allowed to invest, the blockchain should be able to to deal with this stuff for you right well, that's kind of the Definitely. whole point of technology and what we we're talking
1: many, about many of many of those processes can be automated through uh, smart contracts and blockchain technology yeah,
0: exactly and and uh, and so one one thing let's let's jump in we've got about 10 more minutes let me throw this up again if you are watching live on one of these places or on twitter or anywhere go to one of these places feel free to comment or ask a question and I'll bring it up and, and bring it to Zeev. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep rocking it. Um, Zeev, now let's jump into Symmetria. Um, tell me uh, more specifically about what Symmetria is doing and what, what you guys are preparing to launch. I know there's some big news next week we can't talk about, but tell me, uh, give me give me some details. What's, what's special about Symmetria here?
1: Yeah, so, um, as you know, uh, Symmetria mission is to uh, have a, a digital securities exchange out of Israel. Um, how, how we came to uh, starting Symmetria, we basically, it basically started not from us, but from from the regulator. Uh, we met with the, um, we met with the Israeli regulator, the head of the ISA, um, and we learned that this, uh, there's actually new bill that uh, is going to pass in Israel which allow for an ATS style license, uh, which you have in the, in the US for many years. What's, what's uh, an
0: ATS high level? Yeah,
1: an ATS is an alternative, uh, alternative trading market. Um, and uh, basically allow for uh, small exchanges to compete with the main, you know, the state exchange um and but it also allowed for many other uh operational models such as uh you know liquidity pools and dark pools and um and and, and it opens you know, a huge opportunity and and uh, and i think like the second thing that you know that's come to mind is that israel is very interesting right now it's the, it, it's it gone through many changes you know it's not only the regulator now that you know they actually wrote like. A, uh, a, a report about uh, dlt and you know blockchain technology and securities and how we can it uh help the the, the Israeli market uh, so so that's amazing but except for that you know you also have like a huge high tech market you have a, like a booming high tech market what, what happened in the last uh 5 years is is uh you know is out of the scope you know we have uh 50 unicorns in Israel right now worth about uh, uh 100 billion dollars they raised about 50 billion dollars together um and and many ipos that you see right now coming out of Israel this it, it affects the whole market it's not only that layer of you know of unicorns if you, if you go to the layer below you you see like there's many charging ponies you call them like it's like uh companies that have more than uh than 100 million dollars valuation so it affects the valuation of the of the whole market and 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 the, uh, and it's not only because there's a lot of money in the market it's also because the the environment has changed the entrepreneurs and ch- uh, have changed and now you have like this this is like the second and third timers of uh of entrepreneurs you know founders they founded the first company i i met yesterday with um, uh michael Shaulo from uh um fireblocks okay so this guy mm-hmm he founded the company he sold it to check marks he founded another company he sold it okay this is his third company uh you know fireblocks is going to go high you know and there's many companies like this. the founders are mature you know they they've done exit in the past and i'm you yeah. know i'm thinking to myself yeah that this is a huge opportunity to create a a, a marketplace that facilitate you know those transactions. those the, the the flow of cash into those uh amazing company and they also provide a secondary market for uh entrepreneurs um and early investors that just want to sell their shares and meet with some cash you know before the company mna and uh, or exit which is not you know not the case for most of the companies you know most of the companies do not ipo this is like less than one one percent and mna is also not that frequent um so you know, so 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 okay, sure. this is like the opportunity. You know, in the Israeli market to start uh, for additional exchange, and we actually uh, are moving to uh, you know to 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 take this opportunity. That, that's
0: exciting. So the idea is is secondary markets, which in the United States are very very inefficient. So, for example, I remember years ago people buying uh, and selling um, shares of Facebook, for example, it through uh, I don't remember the exact platforms, but but there was sort of like it was market. It. Yeah,
1: there they it the market. market.
0: I actually yeah. met um, one of the ways I, I met uh, Tim Draper back in the day, or at least his son Adam Draper. Tim introduced me to him was because he was doing something called um, what was it called? There was uh, it was Second Market, and then there was like um, a uh, Expert Financial, I think it was called something like that, and it was a second market uh, competitor. But there there is this robust secondary market that's only really available for accredited investors but like it's all in pieces places so people are calling people going hey do you have access to Definitely. Uh, this, that, that, that's
1: it. this yeah. i have those you know i have this guy i selling me excel sheets every week you know selling me. Excel. do you want to buy like 30 million off i don't want to say the name of the company yeah. uh, it's like yeah it's like that and and you know there's there, there is a huge opportunity in uh in this market and you know even beyond that you know um so so right now as you said we have this announcement i'm not, I'm not going to you know touch it right now but um as i said before we're we're gaining a lot of support from uh the securities authority from the ministry of finance from the bank of israel from all the regulators that are here in israel they want us they want to see us succeed and uh, that win would be reflected by certain permits that we will allow to start and operating uh, in Israel and facilitating a secondary market, you know, with a, with a prospect of, you know, uh, becoming uh, a tech exchange, tech tech exchange, an exchange specialized specializes uh, in, in tech. Um, and also push uh, ESG investment and green investment, which is something which is uh, very important to us.
0: I I love it. So um, it's, uh, it's, it's in, in my mind, it's like the best thing about DeFi and stuff like that is that you sort of have a liquid market or potentially liquid market for for startups, right? Uh, Depending on how how you look at it, where their jurisdiction, and if the, the tokens actually are ownership or utility or whatever, but, but the idea is that there's a liquid startup marketplace, which is so crazy and exciting. And this is the sort of uh next iteration of the securities based version of that and i think that it's it's inevitable because at least in the united states going public is is it feels next to impossible it's so expensive it's so tough um early employees of companies uh can can hold a piece of paper that's tech, that's potentially worth millions and millions of dollars but but they can't live day-to-day life because they they can't take any money off the table um, you know, uh, and and you know, it's it's just an interesting and exciting uh, um, potential there. So I'm I'm excited that uh, that Symetria is doing this, and and I'll update everyone hopefully by next week uh, at the beginning of this show with the news that Zeb was talking about. Um, before we head off, um, Jesse uh, asked a really good question here. Um, he said, uh, What do uh, you think of the digital security space? Or what do you think it, it looks like in, in five years? And any trends um, that traditional finance or crypto exchanges should be aware of? So uh, Zeev, um, what what do you think? And then I, I have some feelings here too. But where do you think uh, it looks like in, in five years? And what are the trends?
1: so five years in our space is a long time (laughs) actually uh you know we we could speak about you know one year from now two years from now you know five years we could have flying cars you know i i don't know like you know, technology is moving so fast uh but but like but i can tell you like that you know from what we are seeing you know speaking to deutsche bulls swiss exchange uh singapore uh, exchange um speaking to you know to to uh the nasdaq and and other um ats uh in, in the states that just was granted the license to start um trading with digital securities and the fact that now um stable coins are becoming widely accepted also by regulators then then in the next few years we would definitely see the the you know emerging market of digital currency and digital securities and interaction of those um of those markets and then this you know i i can i can go to it but there's so many new business models you know that would emerge out of it you know uh, you one of the toughest things that you can do in the capital markets is distribution of dividends You know, like distribution of yeah. dividends sounds simple, but it's so complicated You need to go to the you know to, to do the settlements and and there's a set date and you know, it, it's distributed uh, Automat so very very difficult in the digital space is something you can do with the press of the button You know, everybody got a, a Digital wallet and you know, we have digital currency the digital currency distribute automatically. So there's so many new business model, model the fact you know you know how a, a, a digital uh, etf would look like that would be you know a digital etf is such an amazing you know we had a calls with with you know with buddies that specialize in in etfs are already working on doing a digital etf um and, you know and digital etf would be automatic you know you could interact with me with it automatic it doesn't have, even have to be linked to a specific market you know it could be like a website that you just you know you identify uh, yourself and then you you can buy and sell uh through the etf so so many new business models that could emerge of this market
0: yeah i mean i i uh i i am seeing so just going down the path of the trends and, and things like that i see meetings happening between the largest banks in the world and and these technology providers and uh and i think that you know. Five years, it's hard to say in finance, five years is slow in tech. Five years is is feels like forever. But, you know, I I really believe that we're not going to be talking about digital securities or security tokens in five or ten years. It's just going to be securities and 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 that's it. It's going to be the same thing. And just like, you know, Ten years ago or so when I was signing documents on DocuSign and some lawyers were like, I'm not sure if this is acceptable, you know, uh, which is just ridiculous. Right. Um, And it's just going to it's going to move that way. And regulators are moving that way and making, you know, making clear guidance as to what's what's allowed and what's not. And so I I truly believe that what's going to happen is that, you know, it's everything's going to be digitized everything's going to be easier to trade it's going to be more efficient and regulation will have to catch up to it more you know and we'll see we'll see sort of what happens but i uh, i truly believe we're going to be living in a world where we can have a you know tim tim draper is famous for saying uh he wants to have a fund that's denominated in bitcoin where the investors invest bitcoin he invests the bitcoin in the startups when the startups pay their employees, they pay them in Bitcoin. And when there's an exit or a distribution, it automatically goes to everybody's wallet digitally. And whether it's Bitcoin or the dollar or some version of a stable coin like the dollar or Ethereum or whatever, I think that that is the future. And what's crazy is it's not that far away. You know, with uh, with what's being built by, by Onero, with what's being built by Symmetria, by Vertalo's, blockchain um, enabled cap tables, you'll be able to do that now, you know, and, and, uh, and so, you know, I'm hoping that maybe maybe even our fund, or our next fund will be digitized, I'll be able to take in uh, Bitcoin or dollars or whatever, I'll be able to distribute the, the dividends and the distributions directly without calling Zeev, saying, hey Zeev, we're going to do a distribution, it's going to be $1 million. Can you send me the latest cap table of our investors, so I can figure out if anything has changed before I do the distribution and then have the fund administrator write separate checks or wire transfers to every single person. And you know, in that in that world, there's like, you know, five or six or seven people that are going to have to deal with this one by one by one, I have to get the distribution first from the startup who has to do this, then when I get it, I'm gonna have to, you know, send it, send it forward. And, and all of these things are just so inefficient. And, uh, and, um, you know, they, they get in the way of, of people working and, and getting shit done and innovating. So um, it's, I think it's going to happen Zeev, um, give people where they can find you any last words. Uh, thanks. Uh, you know, um, we get for, for everyone who's commenting live, and then I'll do a little, uh, uh, you know, a few plugs.
1: So, uh, you know, first of all, thank you for, uh, you know, bringing me uh, today. Uh, it was really fun uh, speaking about the stuff, you know, I can do, you know, I can go on all day. Um, I, I just want to say, Alon, you, you know, you and I, you know, we have the first uh, mover advantage here in this space and um you know it, it's not a, it's not only it's not uh easy uh all the time you know being the first for some people that uh you know they, they would rather things to be the way they are uh but um but, but i think you know that this space has been rewarding for everybody that's uh you know that was the the first movement mover and you know encourage other people to join um best way to uh yeah yeah best way to uh keep in touch with me is through uh linkedin go to my linkedin page at uh, uh ziv kanan uh on uh, linkedin uh and i can also put my email here in the chat uh below and people could uh, reach, reach out to me um yep yeah, and that's that's about it <laughs> uh, awesome Th- thank you ziv uh
0: before we go i i didn't create a graphic for this i forgot to but we're doing this as a podcast now, and uh, it should be everywhere now. So Apple podcasts and, um, and Stitcher and everywhere else. So if you prefer podcast versions and listening to us instead of seeing our beautiful faces, make sure to subscribe there. Make sure to uh, subscribe to the LA blockchain YouTube uh, channel and LinkedIn uh, page so that you get notifications for when we go live every uh, every uh, Friday morning. And then remember, uh, go to Uh, We're an early stage uh, blockchain um, uh, fund and venture studio. And we do tons and tons of events. So on the bottom left, you'll see the next uh, event, big event security token summit, but our big annual event, LA blockchain summit was just seen by over 40,000 people live. And we, uh, you know, more than doubled that probably in the reruns of all the panels and sessions. Um, global DeFi summit this year. And then every Tuesday night, Adam hosts blockchain and booze, which is uh, so much fun, you meet some of the top people in the space. And uh, some of them get really silly uh, when they drink, but it's also very, very insightful and fun. So uh, thank you, Zeev. Thank you, everyone for joining us. Uh, And uh, thank you. uh, Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Bye bye. being a production of industry pods in association with evergreen podcasts network hear this and other industry pods at evergreenpodcasts.com your favorite podcast app or listen at industrypods.com for your number one virtual conference podcast experience